welcome to episode 8 of Shut the Film Up. I am your host Mary and recently I realized that all my previous episodes have been about films that I actually liked. So I thought, why not change things up a bit? Today's episode is about Twilight. (laughs) As usual, just a warning that this episode will not be spoiler free. If you haven't seen Twilight, first of all, good for you and don't want any spoilers then feel free to click off this episode just make sure to come back once you do okay so for all of you who have been living under a rock for the past decade or so or those who are too young to remember the massive cultural impact that twilight had on our society let me do a quick recap twilight is a 20 08 film directed by Catherine Hardwick and it is based on a young adult novel by Stephanie Mayer. <laughs> the basic gist of the first film is that this awkward teenager named Bella, played by Kristen Stewart, moves back to live with her father in this town called Forks. You know, it's a small rainy town and eventually she finds out that she goes to school with some vampires and proceeds to fall in love with one of them because hey who wouldn't (laughs) when you strip back twilight to its bare bones it's basically your stock standard ya story you know sprinkled with a little fantasy in there and to this day i still don't quite understand why it was so popular (laughs) sure popularity with teenage girls i can understand that a little bit you know teenage girls love that forbidden romance vampire fantasy thing but popularity with older women like it completely goes over my head (laughs) like i feel like those who genuinely liked twilight when it first released in theaters back in 2008 were like 12-year-old girls who just discovered Robert Pattinson or 50-year-old moms who also just discovered Robert Pattinson. (laughs) Like, seriously speaking, I know that the YA genre is basically dead in film now. Um, Ever since we got oversaturated with YA media back in, like, I don't know, the early, early 2010s, I would say. But, like... I don't think there was ever another YA film series that was loved by moms as much as Twilight. The Hunger Games definitely did not get that kind of attention or any of these other romance-focused YA films that I have completely erased from my memory for good reason. But I don't know what it was about Twilight, but it like somehow just clicked with people. And... By people, I mean teenage girls and moms. (laughs) But to this day, it's still a huge mystery to me. Maybe Twilight allowed moms to live out their weird-ass fantasies. I, 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 I don't know. I honestly don't know. Anyways, let's get back on topic. I have a love-hate relationship with this film. Like, truly. My relationship with Twilight is quite complicated. Uh, I don't know if I would even label it as a guilty pleasure of mine because I I don't know if I feel pleasure 
when I watch it. <laughs> like to be honest, I I don't know how I feel about Twilight. It's it's a very polarizing film and film series for me. Um, it's kind of just there, and I forget about it sometimes. But it's there. <laughs> like um, you know, I I I totally completely forgot about the existence of this film franchise until last year when there was this massive Twilight resurgence, or you know, as everyone on the internet liked to call it, the Twilight Renaissance. And I think this was during the time that Midnight Sun came out, which, by the way, is an absolute monstrosity. Yes, I read all 700 pages of that book, and I still don't understand why it's twice as thick as Twilight when it starts later than Twilight and ends at the same spot. Everything is basically the same with a few minor differences, yet Miss Stephanie Mayer managed to make it twice as long and three times harder to endure. <laughs> like, I, 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 I don't... I didn't need to know that Edward was counting bugs when he and Bella went to the clearing. Like, I really didn't need that information. And, and now that I have it, I, I, I don't know what to do with it. <laughs> I have to say, though, that the film is like five million times more enjoyable if you watch it with a mindset that it's a comedy rather than a romantic drama. It's just so much more amusing, and the dialogue is just comedic gold. It, it becomes less cringy this way, um, because now you're thinking, oh, that was supposed to be funny, rather than, oh my god, that was a real line in this dramatic film that was supposed to be taken seriously. Viewing Twilight through this comedic lens probably was like one of the best decisions I've ever made in my life. <laughs> Because it seriously just makes the film more enjoyable to watch. Like seriously guys, the next time you watch Twilight, please look at it this way because I guarantee you're going to have a really, really fun time. And if you don't, well, then we've just confirmed that my sense of humor is absolute garbage. You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> Anyways, let's talk about something else. I kind of want to talk uh, specifically about the blue Instagram filter over this film. Now, I don't know how unpopular this opinion is because I don't indulge myself with Twilight discourse in my spare time. Um, but I really like it. And I think that it fits the entire vibe of the film as a whole. Uh, like, I think the filter brings a lot of charm to this film and that Twilight really benefits off it. The first film is actually the only one that uses this filter and to me, it stands out so much. Like, the rest of the films just feel and become so generic without it. It's almost like you're just watching another Hollywood film blockbuster and there's you know there's nothing about that um that makes it different from other films there's nothing that differentiates itself from other films it's bland it's boring and I don't know whose decision it was to get rid of that blue filter 
maybe it was because they had a bigger budget. Maybe they just thought it was ugly because, you know, they're kind of right. It was ugly. <laughs> but I seriously think that they shouldn't have taken away. If they had to take it away, I've seen this theory float around the internet for years now, and they were saying that they should have taken that filter away when Bella became a vampire at the end of Breaking Dawn, or Breaking Dawn Part 1. Um, simply to differentiate with her being a human and her being a vampire. Anyways, it's honestly so atmospheric, that filter, and it really adds another layer to the film, and... You know, it emphasizes how Forks is this dreary, wet, gloomy town that you wouldn't want to go to. You know, that filter really made you believe that, yes, vampires could and would thrive in this town and in this situation. And I don't know why I'm trying to put logic into Twilight. It's Twilight, for goodness sake. But yes, I am pro blue filter and you can fight me on that if you want <laughs> anyways let's move on i also want to talk about one of the most iconic scenes in cinema history it's the twilight baseball scene like this is peak cinema guys it doesn't get better than this actually you know what there's two very iconic scenes in cinema and they are they both have something to do with baseball uh, first, it's the Twilight baseball scene, and we'll talk about why it's so iconic in a few seconds. And secondly, it's the baseball scene from High School Musical 2. <laughs> like, honestly, I don't know which one I like better because they're just both so amazing. Tarantino could never, you know? But anyways, uh, we're not talking about High School Musical in this episode, so let's go back to Twilight. Um, I actually had a decent conversation with a friend about the baseball scene in Twilight and kind of the logistics of it all, you know? We were talking about why the Cullens can only play baseball when there's a storm happening. And, you know, what, you know, you kind of ask these questions like, was it because the Thunder managed to hide the noise that they would make when they were playing? Or was it because they played off the noise of the bat hitting the ball as Thunder? Um, and if I'm not wrong, Twilight Stannies can correct me on this if I am even in the right ballpark. But the Cullens playing during a storm is because the noise passes off as thunder, right? <laughs> like, no one in that town of Forks would question the loud noises because they'd just go, Oh, that's just thunder. That's a storm coming. Right? Okay, I, I just feel like I needed to get this, um out there i just had to get the logistics of the cullen baseball game out of the way uh before i could even continue talking about it <laughs> anyways i i don't know what exactly makes the baseball scene so good and iconic for everyone else but i am like 90 percent sure that we all agree that it is quite an iconic scene but personally for me what makes it so incredibly good is the music. Whoever decided to use Muse's supermassive black hole during this particular scene is a genius and they are my hero. I owe them my life. <laughs> like seriously speaking, supermassive black hole is what makes the scene. It's what makes the scene so badass because 
Can you imagine the baseball scene without the music? Like, it would be extremely awkward and we'd probably be all cringing, especially when Rosalie is like, my monkey man. Like, what prompts her to say this? What is her motivation for saying this particular line? Because she never calls Emmett this during the entire film. It's just a one-off thing and we never hear of it again. You know, speaking of super cringy lines, Twilight is a minefield for cringy dialogue. Like every second thing that comes out of a character's mouth is so bad and is so cringy. But looking back at it now, it's, you know, it's hilarious. I find it so funny. <laughs> um, you know, dialogue such as, it's the fluorescence and I had an adrenaline rush. It's very common. You can Google it. <laughs> Say it out loud. <laughs> and you're my own personal brand of heroin. Oh my god, these lines are so memorable because they're cringe and what makes it hilarious is kind of just you're sitting there as you watch this film asking yourself, how in the world did this get greenlit? <laughs> Who wrote this crap and went, yep, that's amazing, that's amazing dialogue, 10 out of 10. <laughs> like a part of me. Honestly, I cannot believe that this is real dialogue from a real film and we as an audience just nodded along when we first saw it like it was a normal thing. <laughs> I honestly do not know how the actors delivered these lines seriously with a straight face because I am pretty sure I wouldn't be able to do it. Like... I try really hard, but I definitely just would break down in tears over how stupid it sounds. You're my own personal brand. Like, who says that? <laughs> Anyways, let's actually go back to a topic that I touched on before, and that's music. The one thing that I think twilight just absolutely smashed out of the park was the soundtrack the twilight soundtrack is just amazing and every single song on it is a banger super massive black hole iconic decode legendary leave out all the rest absolutely show stopping like to this day i still have those songs in my spotify playlist because they're just so good and let's not even forget how Robert Pattinson has two songs on that soundtrack. Like, what an absolute mad lad. What a multi-talented king. <laughs> okay, now that we're on the topic of Robert Pattinson, I think it's time to discuss the most important question in the entirety of Twilight. Why did Bella name her daughter Resume? No, I'm kidding. Okay, it's time to discuss Team Edward versus Team Jacob. I feel like this has to happen. We have to talk about it. It's a very important part of Twilight culture, of Twilight history. And to start off, I would just like to announce that I am Team Edward and I will be wearing my Team Edward shirt to the Batman premiere whenever that comes out. Um, I honestly don't understand as to why anyone else would pick Team Jacob because Team Edward is clearly superior guys 
<laughs> like, first of all, Jacob is a furry, and if that's your thing, then sure, but it's not mine. Like, hello, Edward is right there, and he's a vampire, and everyone these days wants a hot vampire boyfriend. Am I right, kids? Also, as a bonus, he sparkles. If that's your thing, I'm not judging you. Look, I'm not saying he's perfect, because he's definitely not. In, in case you haven't noticed, he's weird. He's a weirdo. He doesn't fit in, and he doesn't want to fit in. Have you ever seen him out in the sun? No, that's weird. Um, but he will, you know, Edward's the type of guy who will text you a photo of a snail and say effervescent. You know that meme, right? It's absolutely true. <laughs> Jacob, on the other hand, though, he will imprint on your unborn baby, and that's a massive red flag for me. Like, no thanks, bro. That's a no for me. Um, you know what? I just remembered something just during my Jughead, Robert Pattinson, Edward Cullen monologue. You know what I absolutely hate? I hate that scene at the diner where we see Stephanie Mayer. Like, I, I don't know why, but I just really hate that she has a cameo in this film. <laughs> I know that she's the author and whatnot, but oh my god, please, go away. <laughs> she's just writing away on her little laptop, like, writing the atrocity that was Breaking Dawn, I think. That's what I read online anyway. <laughs> and not to derail from Twilight, but I think she also has a cameo in Breaking Dawn Part 1 at Bella and Edward's wedding, I think. Anyways, you know, I usually like my cameos and I'm a sucker for my references, but but not this one. This, this wasn't it, babes. <laughs> you know, to this day, I, I don't know. I, I'm still extremely confused about the entirety of Twilight. Um, from the plot to the actual novel to the dialogue to the cast, it's just one, one very confusing pl uh, piece of media for me, and um, I, I, I don't, on I honestly do not know if I enjoy it or not. There are times when I have so much fun watching it or discussing it with others, and there are times when I just absolutely despise it. Like it's a very polarizing piece of media for me, as I said before, and I definitely think that I need to be in the right headspace to thoroughly enjoy viewing it. You know, that being said, I do have to say that there have been so many good things that have spawned out of Twilight. Um, like my biggest praise for Twilight, as I discussed uh, before, was its soundtrack. Absolutely breathtaking, guys. Every song on there is a bop, and you know it's really aged well and stood the tests of time. Secondly, I have to thank Twilight, because without it, one of my favorite songs would never have been made. That song obviously being Vampire Runny by My Chemical Romance. Like, I love that song so much, it's such a banger, and the fact that they wrote it in response to Twilight as the band was asked to write music for the film just makes me like Twilight even more. <laughs> like, thank you for being the inspiration behind this amazing song. <laughs> uh, thirdly, I do have to admit that I just love the memes that have stemmed out of this film. Like, my favorite is definitely Effervescent. I just love how everyone kind of understands that joke. Twilight is a very memeable film, and I, I kind of love how everyone just collectively shits on it. <laughs> uh, that being said, a lot of very bad things have spawned from Twilight that have been absolutely horrible. Like, the worst thing that Twilight has done is um, spawn Fifty Shades of Grey. 
we wouldn't have ever gotten Fifty Shades of Grey if Twilight didn't exist. And that, my friends, is unforgivable. <laughs> I wish we lived in a universe where that series didn't exist because, my god, you all need Jesus. <laughs> uh, Alright, let's end the suffering and uh, stop talking about Twilight. I rated this film three stars and my written review was effervescent which honestly you know it's not even canonically from the film or the book but it is in my heart (laughs) anyways thank you guys so much for listening and sticking around with me during this episode i hope you all enjoyed it and now i will finally shut up about twilight